Hello and welcome to another edition of the Newsreel. My name is Ken. And my name is Jeremy. And here on the Newsreel, we talk about various movie and TV topics. But before we get into uh, that, Jeremy, let's get right into our TNR question of the day. And so uh, I was actually scrolling through Instagram uh, the other day and I actually came across an IGTV post from the Nerdist Instagram uh, account. Uh, and it was a it was a six minute video actually about nostalgic cartoons, and I I ended up watching the full six minutes. I usually don't do that in Instagram. It's mainly like just me scrolling endlessly uh, for until like something comes up or whatever. But uh, in this particular one, just because you know I am a child of the eighties, I was like kind of curious to see what actual cartoons that they showed up, and so I thought it'd be a really fun topic uh, to discuss on the TNR question of the day. So. Jeremy, which nostalgic cartoon would you reboot for a potential Netflix series? All right. So this is a cartoon, right? Obviously, you said cartoon. And we come from nostalgic might be, you know, we we (laughs) interpret it a little bit differently. You know, cartoons, uh, my nostalgic cartoons are going to be a little bit newer, (laughs) I guess. Um, I was I'm choosing jackie chan adventures oh yeah i remember that one <laughs> yeah so that's like early 2000s you know when i was growing up watching cartoons um and i feel like the it still holds up the concept of it i just want to see it in like hd now and a little bit more revamped because i feel like the concepts where it's like the talisman and they have powers and all that stuff and jackie chan and his family are fighting evil and all that stuff I feel like it translate well now too mm-hmm. with the whole like superhero genre in the same way, but it's still a bit more reinvented, especially with martial arts. If not, if it, cause I feel like Jackie Chan was like obviously at his prime or closer to his prime back then. So who knows? I, I, I don't know if they would still choose like Jackie Chan for that uh, series or something, but I don't know. I was even off the top of my head. I was thinking if not Jackie Chan, they should put like, Jean-Claude Van Damme or something. Oh, that'd be so good. Because oh obviously goodness. he didn't, uh, Jackie Chan didn't voice himself in the show. It was a different voice actor. But then, you know, you you bookend every episode with like a clip of Jackie Chan doing his word of wisdom for the episode. And I feel like that would be cool for like, if it was like Jean-Claude or something. Oh man, I would love to be able to kind of at least give that show a, a, a shot. Especially, okay, if, if, and I don't know, I'm just tossing around ideas, just basic, uh, basing, uh, based off of what you just told me just now, you know, if Jackie Chan were to voice himself in the cartoon and it was revamped and maybe they just uh, have maybe tweak the concept a little bit, maybe have some of the same, con- uh, I guess, themes or concepts uh, that you had, but maybe even have different voice uh, you know act actual actors that he's acted with maybe as like fi- uh, fictional characters you know say for example we had what carter <laughs> from uh rush hour with uh, chris tucker maybe mm-hmm. he has like a it's uh chris tucker voicing uh another fictional similar character that um is in that jackie chan revamped rebooted um cartoon series what do you think Dude, that sounds pretty cool. Like, just get different people from Jackie Chan's career, pretty much, but then play a version of their 
person because jackie wasn't obviously he wasn't an actor in the show he was yeah. i forgot what he was i think he was an archaeologist or something like that oh. in the show but then oh. he, his name was still jackie <laughs> like he's still jackie chan but then he's him, himself like it's a version of him it's it's weird yeah. but i feel like that would be cool where you can get maybe like a chris tucker where maybe he pl- the character's name is chris tucker voiced by chris tucker but then he's not hollywood chris tucker you know what yeah. i mean right he's it could uh, be a la yeah. cop chris tucker right it'd be a version of himself uh and i mean you could have fun with like a like a person like o- owen wilson like remember mm. in the shanghai knights that'd yeah. be pretty cool <laughs> that would be fun see in all that in cartoon form i think that would be cool yeah no i, I would definitely uh, definitely check that out especially if they uh, come up with, or they use some of our ideas. Yeah, we're talking to you, Cartoon Network. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> was, WB, was, I think yeah, it was WB. back then. Oh, was it WB? Sorry. Yeah, the Kids WB, I think that's when it, where it first premiered. Ah, okay, gotcha. But yeah, I mean, hey, these uh, ideas are up for sale. So, uh, you know, sponsor us or, you know, yeah, pay us. Yeah, <laughs> Either or. Yeah, whichever one's fine. <laughs> we'll take royalties. We wouldn't mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, the uh, nostalgic cartoon series that I would reboot for a Netflix series, um, I'm already going to bet like a million dollars that you probably have never heard of this cartoon <laughs> <laughs> just because it was definitely way before your time. This was ba- obviously back in the 80s when I was growing up. So obviously you are aware of Transformers. Obviously, it's one of the most iconic uh, cartoons of the 80s, and it obviously made it big time What in during... What was it, in 2007 when uh, <laughs> I guess they got la- uh, relaunched into this huge movie franchise uh, with uh, Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox, among others, right? Yeah, and freaking Michael Bay at the helm. Yeah, Michael for Bay. For better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, that I feel like that was uh, probably one of his best movies that he's ever done. I don't know if you agree with me on that, but I really enjoyed that first transformers especially since i was a huge transformers stand growing up yeah the the first one is good for sure yeah no no doubt about that one <laughs> the others meh, that'll be up for a debate maybe somewhere for, yeah <laughs> different topic different time uh different time uh but what you probably don't know is that during that time in the early to mid 80s there was another cartoon about transforming vehicles called challenge of the gobots i actually had to look that up on imdb i'm not even sure if that was the same actual cartoon that i did watch but it was circa 84 ish something around that time uh but for me kind of growing up you know as a you know as a asian boy that loves like just cars and stuff and vehicles that transform into like mm. robots and stuff i thought it was pretty cool that both transformers and gobots had those cool transforming toys even back in the 80s and uh i felt like you know with transformers they were obviously more popular and everything i felt like those toys and you know rightfully so they could charge more for those <laughs> um <laughs> you know it, and i felt like because they were a little bit more expensive you know like i got you know optimus prime i got uh, some of the other, uh, who, who else did I, I had Bumblebee and Hot Rod a little bit later on. I had, you know, I had a few Transformers, mm-hmm. but I actually had a larger collection of GoBots because they were actually cheaper. They were smaller 
and then there were more portable so that you could actually bring it with you you know when you're going to the uh the sitters or if you're you know kind of out and about and everything so gobots toys were very similar they had like a i guess a main optimus prime uh called uh leader one they had this cool like sports car a red sports sports car called turbo he had a pretty cool deep voice. Uh, they had like a, a I, I want to say a villain called Psykill that was like a motorcycle. Um, oh, but I see what they're doing there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, dude, maybe when we're offline, I'll, I'm, I'll redirect you to some hopefully YouTube videos that I'm sure that are out there. You can kind of see what I'm actually looking at, I think. But yeah, it was just the more affordable choice. And they were just mm. smaller toys that transformed. And I thought they were pretty cool. You know, I almost thought you were going to say Beast Wars, you know, Transformers Beast Wars. Uh, And then that reminded me they're actually going to be doing like a rebooted uh, Beast Wars on Netflix. I was like, what the what's happening? Like, I never thought that would happen. I don't know if my brother knows because he was a huge Beast Wars fan. Yeah. So I needed to actually tell him about this little uh, reboot season that they're doing on Netflix. Yeah, because I think with Beast Wars, I actually did hear about that. Um, that was a little bit more uh, during your brother's, uh, while he, you know, his generation when he was growing up in the early to mid nineties. Um, when he, yeah, when he, uh, when he was obviously growing up, so I felt like that was a little after. I was already mm. in what late elementary, uh, early high school, and I was like, oh, I kind of moved on to other stuff like wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we're almost there. We gotta. Oh, we always have to mention WWE, or back then, WWF. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Get the F out. <laughs> yeah. That's what they did, and then it became WWE. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, um, yeah, definitely uh, some interesting choices. Obviously, there was that uh, little bit of a age gap, so it was pretty cool just to be able to see. I was cu- really curious as to know what you were going to say with this topic. So, um, getting into our... Uh, TV topic, just because I am the TV guy, I actually redirected Jeremy to uh, The Walking Dead. Um, surprise, surprise. I think we mentioned it maybe once, other one other time earlier this season, maybe in passing. It's probably right around the Army of the Dead episodes. <laughs> probably, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So with The Walking Dead, a, a few days ago, they actually released their season 11 trailer. And actually, season 11 will actually finally be their final season. And so, I mean, this isn't really my question, uh, but how many seasons of The Walking Dead did you end up watching before you stopped? Uh, I think I got through three and a half from what I remembered. I remember I really enjoyed season one and two. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even though in season two, they were just on the farm the whole time, which is fine. But then in season three, I forgot what happened. They started to leave. And and after that, just after a few episodes, I, I stopped pretty much. I, maybe just at the time, I, I remember I was in high school and I was watching these episodes late at night. And then I couldn't sleep after because, <laughs> you know, it's so <laughs> dark and violent. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was just the adrenaline going through me. That's because I was... Never too freaked out about like that type of stuff. It's just maybe the adrenaline pumping from watching those episodes. Yeah. I never really, I guess, found the time again to get back into it. Okay. So, well, 
like I don't know if this might be a spoiler for you. It's fine. <laughs> I, did, I think I've I've watched some spoilers from future okay. seasons. Yeah. Okay, but did you ever watch? Because uh, I remember this happened in season three. But did you uh, ever get to the episode where Lori dies? Uh, um, uh, Rick's wife. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think I got there. Ooh. Okay. I felt like that was the climax of season three, and so I feel like if you had gotten to that point, you probably would have kept watching. Up to another certain, like, I don't know, other checkpoints further mm. down the line. I can't <laughs> tell you specifically which, just because I don't remember anymore. But I felt like that, I guess that event is what was like, oh, day. It, it was still when The Walking Dead was still really good. And mm. so I was like, I thought it would have bought another at least season for you. You probably probably would have stopped watching in, I don't know, midway season four or something like that. I see, yeah, because I know I've watched, like, sometimes on YouTube they recommend, like, oh, watch so-and-so's death. I'm like, all right, I'll watch it. And then I'm like, okay, so this is what's happening in season six or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And then after that, I'm like, oh, that was gruesome. All right, that's (laughs) it. I'm good. Don't need to see that anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I I completely uh, agree. That's kind of how I feel about The Walking Dead nowadays anyway. But uh, getting to my... Uh, my TV topic question, now that you have seen The Walking Dead season 11, and I felt like, you know, for both of us, you know, we stopped watching. And so I felt like the trailer was like, whoa, what's going on? Because, you know, <laughs> obviously we were both lost. Now that you have watched uh, the season 11 trailer and now that they have announced that season 11 will be the final season. Knowing that this is the end game for this at least this part of the walking dead universe Mm -hmm. do you think you'll ever jump back to actually finish the series um man maybe especially uh, like i think there was always a point like it's like are they actually gonna finish finish this show is it really going like more than 10 seasons Mm -hmm. um i think in that way it's kind of like supernatural right Uh, you know how i started supernatural and I knew about Supernatural when it was actually airing. Uh-huh. And but I was like, man, they're like in season 14 or whatever, however much <laughs> they came out with. I'm like, yeah. I'll, I'll watch. I'll give it a chance if it actually gets a proper ending. And hearing that uh, Walking Dead is sounds like they're getting a proper ending. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't rule it out to go back and at least start from the beginning of season three or something like that. Yeah, you know what? I I actually tend to agree with you. I think um, just the way The Walking Dead was going, I felt like they were going to get into the 15 and beyond seasons. <laughs> and that's why, you know, I didn't think I would ever just go ever go back into it. But now that the uh, they, they've announced that season 11 is the final season and I stopped about uh, midway ish through season seven, mm. I felt like, oh, OK, that's not terrible where i have to re you know just watch another four or five seasons uh just to kind of see how the series ends so i don't know if that'll be actually you know what let me ask you this first do you think you'll actually start watching it like while season 11's going or are you gonna wait until the the actual series is over before you start doing it <laughs> that's a good good question because I, I think i would wait uh just because um man it's kind of like game of thrones i haven't finished game of thrones i finished up to season four Mm -hmm. i think yes um yeah up to season four and 
you know, I was, I was like, oh, I'll get back on it pretty soon. But then hearing that, like, oh, season eight, right, is the final season. Um, it's like, uh, it's, it, a lot of people didn't like it. I'll just, like, leave it at that. Be, right? be, be frank, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people didn't like it. And so that kind of, it makes me hesitant to finish that show, even though I feel like uh, all the other se- seasons sounded like they were quality. Yeah. And so with Walking Dead, it'll probably follow suit in that same logic, pretty much. If it if season eleven's a really good season, then you'll go you'll be more more apt inclined. to go watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I think I still I'll finish Game of Thrones eventually, even yeah. though season eight might. Uh, I'm scared of what I might think of it, <laughs> yeah. but I, I probably still appreciate it, even though you know the. Uh, since I've liked all the other seasons that I've watched so far. Season 8 has a couple of good moments, but it's easily the worst out of the eight seasons, and I, I don't think I'm going out on a limb on that, but um, we'll we'll save that discussion for another time yeah. with Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, but in terms of The Walking Dead, um, yeah, I feel like for me, I would probably wait to see if, season 11 would be worth watching i'll try to stay away from uh, specific spoilers and if if it ends up getting um even a decent review like for, you know d- decent reception i'll probably probably watch it sh- start watching it shortly after but i'll probably even watch it from the beginning to really get into it because i feel like again like you mentioned earlier those early seasons were so quality and i felt like it was definitely binge worthy at the time and it was worth all the hype obviously it just started getting re- really repetitive um after a while yeah that's what i'm afraid of with walking <laughs> dead because that's what i started to feel that already and like oh man and hearing it from like friends and stuff that it did get repetitive and you just oh let's set up this character then kill him off and then set up this character kill him off so it's like ah oh, man then you'll get numb to it eventually all right, so uh, since I'm the movie guy over here on the newsreel, I want to bring up a certain movie that came out recently. Ken, we actually watched it. It's the movie Snake Eyes, uh, G.I. Joe Origins. So just want to put that caveat there, not the Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> I felt like, uh, you know what, we were, we've been talking about Guilty Pleasure. I feel like that's a Guilty Pleasure movie of mine because that, that movie was horrible. That that would probably be uh, along the lines of, was it last week's TNR topic? Yeah, yeah, the the guilty, <laughs> the stupidly ridiculous thing, movie that you love and all that stuff. Yeah, that movie was ridiculously <laughs> stupid, but I, I feel like I've, I watched it multiple times. I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like a lot of Nick Cage movies are kind of like that, though. You know, it's oh, like some, a lot of them are kind of crazy. But anyway. <laughs> this one was special, though. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, the, um, the Henry Golding Snake Eyes, pretty much. Uh, we watched it in theaters. Uh, and apparently, you know, uh, now that its opening weekend is over, it actually did not get number one at the box office. It was actually M. Night Shyamalan's Old, which... We decide. I, I don't know. We I, I think we were just more excited to see Snake Eyes for some reason, mm-hmm. and so we both haven't watched Old, uh, and seen now that you know the box office hasn't been exactly nice to uh, Snake Eyes. Do you think Snake Eyes is going to get a sequel? I still think that it will. Um, I I want to say that. 
I think there may be a little bit of, I, even though I thought the movie was uneven, I wasn't the best. I I feel like there, I think there will be enough people that will give it good reviews. I was actually surprised at some of the comments on social media from, uh, from Snake Eyes related posts uh, saying that they liked the movie. And I could see why they would like it. There was some pretty cool action scenes and everything. And I thought Henry Golding was okay in it. I thought he was pretty good. Um, and I think both you and I are, uh, I guess pretty big fans of Andrew Koji. I don't think this was his best work in this movie as, uh, he did good though. Yeah. But it's not like it, I think out of the cast, he, he definitely stood out though. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I, I feel like it's because we were both, I guess, fans, even though we haven't finished it yet of warrior, uh, on HBO max, still not sponsored. Uh, but, um, I still think that it will just because I feel like um, I feel like they they have a plan and I feel like they're going to get at least one uh, another movie because I feel like they set it up uh, to I don't know, maybe have another origins movie to set something up. Maybe they're trying to set up some sort of uh, Avengers style G.I. Joe reboot like as a whole, you know, where they're doing a main storyline for G.I. Joe versus Cobra or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I think they would give another opportunity for, for another origins story. I don't know if they're going to do another Snake Eyes movie, but they'll probably try to expand the universe a little bit. What do you think? Personally, for me, I want to see a sequel. Uh, but hearing that it got like $13 million on its open opening weekend, and then its its budget's like $88 million. Uh, I... F- I kind of feel like it's not going to get one. I think it's going to depend on toy sales, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the toys sell a lot, which Snake Eyes, I think, and St- Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, I think, are really good toy sellers just because they look so cool. Um, but in terms of the movie, I feel like uh, I doubt it's going to get one. But who knows? Like Rise of Cobra got G.I. Joe retaliation. <laughs> so it's, it's totally possible. I, I agree with you. Uh, they have enough where it's at least one more movie. I hope it's like a Snake Eyes sequel. Just because I wanted, uh, I guess, slight spoilers. I wanted more sn- Snake Eyes. <laughs> yeah. Some more Snake Eyes stuff in a Snake Eyes movie. Um, but you know, I didn't mind some of the, the ideas that they were going for in in the G.I. Joe or Origins movie, pretty much. And so I think they could actually execute it a little bit better in the sequel. Yeah, I agree. I think, I don't know if this is what you were trying to get at, but this is how I interpreted what you were just saying just now. I feel like there were good elements of uh, Snake Eyes where they can take the best parts of what worked and then just keep it simple for the, the, the sequel and then just, I don't know, just make it a little bit more coherent. I felt like it was a little unfocused at times and it just dragged in the middle because, you know, I felt like the exposition, exposition wasn't that great. Um, it wasn't like mm-hmm. F9 where it was just like blatantly <laughs> bad with the yeah. with the writing, but I felt like it just, the writing seemed dull to me. It didn't keep me interested um, and it didn't make me care for, you know, certain plot points uh, that I won't really get into. But I felt like the the choreography was actually pretty good. Uh, I like the action scenes, and if you if they take the good moments from Snake Eyes, 
And if they kind of devote all of that time and energy into a making a, a quality sequel, whether it is Snake Eyes Part 2 or, or if they do another origin story that has Snake Eyes in it or something like that, then I'd still go see the sequel. But if it bombs again, <laughs> I'd probably bail right after that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because they had some good choreography there. Some of the cinematography for the choreography was a little bit iffy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they it was a bit of a missed opportunity because I like you can see they have really good choreography, but it's just not captured on camera very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, in that way, I feel like it could be a really just make it simple, simple story. And I feel like they tried too hard to make it like bring this wow factor but you got snake eyes you got storm shadow you got ninjas and all that stuff just like you gotta just put it out there pretty much you don't need anything too crazy to make like a a good popcorn flick pretty much look at f9 and i would rather watch snake eyes than f9 exactly i agree it you know what this is a little bit of a minor spoiler for uh snake eyes I felt if they would have, I think we discussed this after that we watched the movie, actually. I felt like if they would have kept the G.I. Joe and Cobra stuff, like, at, at, like to the very, very end, maybe as a stinger or a, like a quick cameo at the very end and actually didn't involve it into the storyline because it really didn't make sense or it really wasn't necessary to have certain G, named G.I. Joe characters there. I felt like they just did it just to do it so that it made the gi joe fans happy it's like oh mm. baroness or oh scarlet o'hara um i felt like it would have been better if it was just a straight up origins story and then they introduced some of the gi joe or cobra characters right at the very end yeah they definitely i could i feel like it was one of those moments where they just introduced those characters and then they just like for for toy sales you know you gotta give enough screen time to be like, "Hey, it's that character from the movie. I'm gonna go pick it up." You know what I mean? Yeah, but they should have had the patience that Marvel had. You know, where they would yeah. just take their time with it, have a like an overall big vision, keep it simple, make really good movies, and then just start building a, a GI Joe universe. If that was maybe their end, their end game, <laughs> pun intended. Um, like if that was their goal to be able to kind of just tell different stories isolated and then piece them all together in bigger Avengers type, uh, GI Joe movies. Mm-hmm. But um, imagine this real quick. It was like, uh, you know, it's, it's their Hasbro also. Oh, what if we got Michael Bay to direct GI Joe? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, I'd probably go see it just to see, uh, a potential tra- train wreck at the very least. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because you know how freaking Michael Bay loves his uh, military-esque movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. yeah. I, I I, would be intrigued just to at least uh, go see it. Just to, I don't know, just to maybe at least trash it at the end. If it yeah, was but I, I mean, I, I'm not asking for it. I'm just wondering, like, how crazy that would get. I don't want it, though. I, <laughs> I'd rather have someone else that try to take a stab at it. Yeah, well, we've got enough uh, Michael Bay bad movies anyway let's (laughs) jeremy let's let's uh move on to what we have upcoming on the weekly real podcast yeah this coming monday we're going to be talking about a little anime movie called weathering with you so it's a the follow-up movie to your name by makoto shinkai and 
I took Ken to the movies to watch this. Uh, he's never seen it before, and I've seen it uh, two times before before watching it again for the third time. So we're going to be talking about that on Monday. Yeah, uh, where can they watch it uh, so that they can actually listen to the podcast uh, and actually be in the know so they won't get spoilers? Yeah, and just first caveat, we're not sponsored. This is, you can go watch it on HBO Max. Uh, you can watch it subbed. You can watch it dubbed. We actually watched it dubbed in theaters, but if you don't like that sort of stuff, you think translation is just a little bit weird, uh, you can actually go watch it on HBO Max. And uh, yeah, still not sponsored. <laughs> exactly. Still not sponsored. Uh, before we call this episode of the Newsreel a finished one, uh, do you want to uh, let our audience know how they can follow the Weekly Reel podcast on the social medias? Yeah, if you want to follow us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, we are at Weekly Real. Yes, we try to make things easier for you guys. At Weekly Real, we'll put the spelling in the episode notes. And so, again, thank you all for listening to another edition of the Newsreel. And we'll see you next time on The Reel. <laughs>